Welcome to Grow Microbiology, a podcast series dedicated to the sharing of ideas, best practices, teaching tips, educational solutions, and other exciting topics in microbiology. I'm Valerie Kramer, product team member here at McGraw-Hill, home to our life sciences team in Dubuque, Iowa, and I'm excited to welcome the Director of Marketing for Life Sciences, Jim Conley. Welcome, Jim. Hey, Valerie. Thanks for having me here. So excited to have you. So Jim is also uh, the host of, or the former host of Succeed in A&P. Um, he was the founder and has shared some really great things. So make sure you check out Succeed in A&P on your podcast station. Yeah, rumor has we have an awesome host now. Yes. A better one. We upgraded. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Thank you. <laughs> so we're doing a show swap, Valerie. So yes. I'll take your old one and now move it on into the future until we get your replacement hired, even though you're irreplaceable, but you already know that. Oh, thank you, Jim. Thank you, as are you. So we're excited to be switching uh, switching shows here because I am moving to the A&P discipline, but... Uh, don't worry, microbiology. You are uh, always in my heart and have learned so much. So, Jim, tell us about that and more about you. What do you love about the life sciences since your your time here? And how long have you been here? Give us a little bit of background. You bet. So I've been in with McGraw Hill for 16 years. I absolutely love the life sciences. It's where I started. It's where I'm at now. And you know, my vision would be I'd love to retire in the life sciences. It's an amazing discipline, so you get a lot of variety in what we do. So you've got the anatomy and physiology courses, which is where I've spent most of my time, where you have pre-nursing students, allied health students, such a diversity. You might have biotechnology majors that are potentially taking courses there. Then you transfer over, you have non-majors biology, which, by the way, we have some killer products coming. Connect Master Y Biology. If you have not heard about this, if you've not gotten on the train, that thing is going to be amazing. It's a theme-based approach. Really significant technology. So you have you know items like that where we're appealing to non-majors. And then when you look at majors biology, where we're providing materials where students are taking those, they're getting research uh, experience, or they might be researchers someday. There might be a student that takes a course using Brooker Biology that solves cancer. What a great honor that would be. So we're really a steward in the scientific community, and I really appreciate that. I love that. And, of course, uh, we have nutrition which I know you're so fond of that discipline, <laughs> as am I. Um, so there's so many things there. And then the one that we're going to talk about today, which is in our wheelhouse, is microbiology. So you get a chance to really work with microbiology in such a unique way where we work with the best authors on the planet, bar none, period, exclamation point. These are folks are amazing. They're doing awesome things in the classroom that really transfer to all these students all across the country. Really, really great luxury, and I love the life sciences. So thank you for asking. Yes. Oh, it's such an exciting place to be. So your experience in microbiology, what experience have you had, and uh, when was the last time you were in a micro lab? How, what's, what's your history in microbiology there? Well, it's interesting. So I've had many experiences in microbiology in my past. It's just I wasn't really aware of the fact that it was microbiology, so I'm a lot like most students out there. Today, they don't have an appreciation yet sometimes for what's around them. Um, so that's one thing that I learned firsthand, you know, when I started at McGraw-Hill. But then uh, one story I'd like to share with the audience is I was with Heidi Smith. Heidi Smith, if you're listening, uh, big shout out. Go Hawkeyes, go Buckeyes. <laughs> hey, Hawkeyes and, first. And don't forget to check out Heidi Smith does have, from episode two in Grow My Microbiology, she has some really great insight and active learning. So check that out. Side note. So Heidi Smith is an amazing instructor. So I met Heidi when I was the editor 
or now we call them portfolio managers. Uh, she was attending the Association for, or the American Society for Microbiologists, sorry, shoot, I'm tripping over my words, um, in Buffalo, New York. And I was really desperately looking for someone who taught anatomy and physiology and microbiology. So I had this idea to come up with a technology product, and I just needed somebody to bounce ideas off of. Found Heidi, tackled her pretty much, and said, you know, you teach both. I'd like to learn a bit more from you. And she was such a gracious uh, person, taught me a lot about the discipline. And then uh, we talked a little bit about the technology piece, and then now she's one of our digital authors. So long story short, I was on campus at um, Front Range Community College, where Heidi teaches. And I ran into Heidi, and I said, hey, you don't mind if I sit in on your lab today? And Heidi's awesome. She's like, yeah, no problem. So I literally sat in the back for a lab class. I believe it was either week one or two, might be two. So, and I'll explain why, Valerie, this is important. So Heidi's teaching, doing her thing in the lab. And what she started off with is she had her students read this article about bacteria in Keurig machines. So you know what a Keurig is, right? Uh Uh-huh. Gotta love some coffee. So I'm just sitting there taking it all in. And Heidi was asking them questions about what they learned from the article And literally what unfolded before my eyes is I saw a group of students who were very green at one time in terms of their knowledge of micro, asking critical thinking type questions, challenging research, learning skills that they can transfer to really anything that they consume. So these students are talking about how now um, they started realizing that when they read an article on Facebook or maybe the New York Times or any other publication, that they shouldn't just take it at face value. And then what Heidi got them to learn firsthand is, how do you break down that article and learn the different scientific elements of it and apply it to microbiology? So when the class was done, I wasn't really paying attention to where I was at in the semester, but I asked Heidi, I said, what what week in the term is this? And I, forgive me, Heidi, I think it was like week one or week two. <laughs> I asked Heidi an important question. I said, in your classes before you're using Connect, and then this article approach with the microbes in the media, I think is what she called it, Mm -hmm. uh, with the Cowan textbook, how long would it take for you to get to this point? She said, this is often, like the literacy they have right now is what you would experience towards the second half of a semester. And I was so encouraged by that because I thought, oh my goodness, that's in the first two weeks of the course. And now imagine how much more educated those students were. But it was really cool for me to sit there with Heidi and see the passion that got transferred from Heidi to their, her students. And they were talking about it on the way out of the lab session, which is really cool. Oh, cool. And they probably and talked about it at home later that they day. They were really aggressive. Yeah, they talked about it at home, I'm sure of it, because a lot of them had the machines. But I'm sure that they were thinking about what other articles can I go consume and rip apart a little bit. Uh-huh. And I mean rip apart in a good way. How can I go attack it to figure out, is it true, is it false? What can I learn from it? And so kudos to Heidi. So that was my last experience in the microbiology lab. So, so much fun. Very cool. So but to go back even a little further in your life, you mentioned something about your sister in microbiology. And did she teach microbiology? Or you're a good storyteller, so let's oh hear my that goodness. story. <laughs> yeah, so this is one of my favorite stories. So my little sister, Carlene Conley, her nickname is Boog because she was very energetic when uh, she was little. She used to boogie all the time. So, Valerie, I was working campus uh, one day at the College of DuPage. This is back when I was the editor in Micro. So I'm going through, and I'm calling on some of our Nestor users there, and I mentioned a professor's name, 
which I don't have clearance to say their name, so I won't mention it. But, <laughs> so I mentioned this professor's name, and I had forgotten that my sister was a student at College of Page. I knew that part. But I mentioned this professor's name. This is where I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to meet with them. And my sister says, I used to work for her. And I started thinking about it. I said, well, you used to work for her. How? And she said, oh, I was a lab tech. So my little sister was a lab tech. And then all of a sudden I saw my little sister get really fired up, which she'll do from time to time. <laughs> and I hope you forgive me using the strong language. But my little sister said, and only the way that she can, man, I used to love to grow shit. <laughs> so that's what she would do. She would grow a lot of the, uh, the bacteria slides and different things like that and prepare them for the uh, faculty they would teach. And she said, man, microbiology is the best class ever. So we got into a really good conversation about that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I used to love to grow blank. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so you mentioned you were the editor for Microbiology, or now the portfolio manager. During that time uh, of your history here at McGraw-Hill, what was your favorite cover? Or what, was your fa- oh. what other things, favorite things did you love to work on? Well, I would, should say I love every cover, and I'll explain to you why. So for a while, I was the anatomy and physiology editor, director for a while. Um, and so in those days when we would go through and design a cover... Because we have a body, and a lot of times you're talking about sometimes surface images, or you have to be careful with the graphic nature of what you could be presenting on a cover. So as an example, whenever we had female covers, you had to be very careful about what you were presenting. Um, So it seemed like on the anatomy and physiology side, you had this high level of scrutiny on the covers. Mm -hmm. But for microbiology, nobody knew what what they were looking at. So (laughs) often the covers would just sail through. So I had a great appreciation for the covers. I know this is a roundabout way for answering the question, Valerie. So I would say if I'm pinned to the ground on this, and I have to answer it, I would say the second edition of Cowan Microbiology, a systems approach by Kelly Cowan. Hi, Kelly, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. That second edition was awesome, so we had a biofilm on it. And, of course, when they were doing the cover concepts and they were showing them to the team, often I would have to ask, like, what is this? Because I didn't know. know. I haven't had a whole lot of experience in the lab up to that point especially. So it was a biofilm, and it was great. We colored it, and it was one of the first, like, dramatic covers like that that I remember that we had an absolute blast with. Very cool. And, Valerie, we used to always, I think we still do this today, but we'd have to put a, a description of that cover on the back so that it would match up with our product story for that edition. But a lot of times our reps might not know what the the slide medium is on the cover, so it's a good way to educate them that way too. Mm-hmm. Yes, covers, cool. are, covers are the first thing you see, so it's an important uh, almost piece of advertising there when you look at a, a Definitely. Cover. Yeah, they're fun. They're very uh, very sleek. Mm-hmm. Well, now, the one thing I was going to ask you, you've asked me a lot of questions. you mind if I ask you too? Sure. Because uh, I've been wondering about this. <laughs> so you've been in microbiology in the discipline, and now you're transitioning the show. I know that's a hard thing to do. But when you look at your time and your tenure here in microbiology, what have you enjoyed the most? Oh, well, I think just interacting with uh, oh, the professors and all of, all of you instructors and going to ASMQ was just an awesome experience and uh, hanging out with all of you and the authors. But really, in general, as a discipline, is that microbiology is everywhere. And I'm, it's just a different lens of looking through it. You know, when people use uh, hand sanitizer, for example, which you see everywhere now, 
I look at it through a different lens than what I used to look to before. I used to think, oh, I should probably use that stuff. And now it's just a different lens to look through it thinking, really, you don't need to do that. So I think just having microbiology all around you and looking through a different lens is, is pretty cool. So I'll be taking the show over for a little while. And I love that too. I think it's awesome to look around us and realize how microbes, bacteria, it's everywhere. <laughs> it is. Not to freak yourself out, but it's just, it's everywhere. <laughs> So if you're going to give me some advice in the interim managing the show, what advice would you give me? Oh, I think we have the best SMEs and SMEs uh, experts. And we have uh, really great authors. And so far, we've had nine episodes. And every episode has had a really great person that we've talked to. And so I think it's a. would love to see them all come back and share even more information. But... I know you're going to be amazing, Jim, and you've already proven that on Succeed in A&P, so well, there's been, no worries. It's been fun, and one thing I definitely need to do is go re-listen to your nine episodes, so I understand, obviously, the people, what we're talking about, so that's great. So we'll be doing that, too, so yes. our listener count will go up. So on, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so on that note, Jim, about the authors, yes. um, you have had some special relationships with them over your time. Uh, what have you learned from them? I mean, I know I've learned so much from each of the authors that we've had. Uh, what kind of things have you learned from, from them over your time? Well, I'm glad you mentioned this, Valerie. So the relationship between a portfolio manager, in my days it was a senior sponsoring editor when I was there, uh, director for a little while. The relationship that you have with your author is the penultimate relationship that you have. And I was just talking to our colleague Amy Reed about this the other day, who I have so much respect for. We're talking about just this relationship that you have with your authors, you're their business uh, partner in the venture. Um, the way I viewed my microbiology authors is I kind of leveraged their knowledge back to me, you know, being brand new to the discipline. So I'm going to go, if you don't mind, by brand and by author. Oh, that'd be great. Just kind of share with you, like, what they did for me. So cool. um, when I met Joe Willie, Chris Wolverton, and Linda Sherwood, those are the folks that are the authors on Prescott's Microbiology, one of the leading brands in majors microbiology. I was involved in the first edition of their transition, and so I really learned a lot from each of those authors just about how significant the majors course is, and they have an awesome perspective, and Joe and I share a, a fond appreciation for running, so that was really nice, um, and they were always so uh, kind to me too, and I appreciate that. Then I'll go to the next one, which is Nestor's Microbiology, and this one I could probably talk for a long time about. But we have Gene Nestor, who's an awesome individual. He and his wife, Martha, amazing. Evans Roberts, who has one of the best personalities and just a really easygoing person. Learned so much from them. So I was working on a transition plan with them and, and interacted with Sarah Salm, who's an amazing uh, co-author. But I saved the best for last. Um, Denise Anderson, if you're listening to this, you probably remember the many conversations that we had. I get chills thinking about it because it really was just one of the most special things. Um, all the, the items we talked about, but I asked Denise the one day, I said, you know, I have a, a boss at the time, which I don't want to throw my old boss under <laughs> the bus, but my old boss was an anatomy and physiology person. And I was learning microbiology, but I definitely wasn't an expert. And what I was on a desperate search for is help me explain gram-positive and gram-negative, and why is it significant? Like, why do we stain? Why is it so important? And Denise gave me some really unique perspectives on how I could learn it and then translate it, not only for my boss at the time, Michelle Watnick, by the way, hi, if you're listening, um, 
but then also for reps too. And that's an important um, activity that we do here at McGraw-Hill is just making sure that we take this awesome science content and then translate that not only for our reps, then sometimes telling that story to faculty. So Denise, always appreciated your time and, and energy with me. It was uh, well served. Just don't ask me to explain gram negative and gram positive again. <laughs> I do remember. I do remember. Yes. Okay. So that was uh, the Nestor brand, and then uh, Cowan uh, microbiology. That was a really special author. Kelly's an amazing person, and I remember often I would go to conferences, ASM, and uh, different presentations, and I learned so much from Kelly about just-in-time teaching and how important that was. And I really kind of sponged all the passion that Kelly had for teaching the course. It was just amazing. So Kelly, thank you for always like sharing that with me. And then uh, this next one, and actually before I get there, Heidi Smith, I already mentioned Heidi. Heidi, just amazing. Like all the things you've taught me over the years, and I love going back and forth with you about the Hawkeyes and the Buckeyes. <laughs> but Heidi's a role model for me. Heidi does a great job professionally, like the best in the business, I think. But she's an awesome parent. Um, if the audience, you know, you know, get to know Heidi, you'll see this firsthand. She does everything right. And I often look at her and I think, how does she do it? And just have learned so much from you, Heidi, so you have a special place as well. And then I'm saving the, the most awesome for last. Uh, these guys are great. Kathy Talaro and Barry Chess. Okay, so Kathy Talaro. I was a brand new editor, and there's so many things I learned from Kathy Talaro, but we were going back and forth on a bad decision I was making. So I'll share this with the audience. It's probably going to throw me under the bus a little bit. But I was trying at the time, and Kelly and Kathy, if you're listening, and Barry too, Barry's going to be a prize to this. He'll, he'll understand what's going on. But I was trying to say to Kelly and Kathy, let's have the first 17 chapters be the same in both books. And then the only branch is taxonomy and systems, and we're going to do that, right? A lot of reasons for that would help us financially, but it just seemed like it would be an easier way to go. And Kathy's so patient, she would always say, Jim, that's not going to work. Jim, that's not going to work. Kelly would do it, but it would be more Kathy who was like, Jim, that's not going to work. And she would explain the reasons. So I was going down this path for a while. Had an edition go out for each book, and we are going to go continue down this path of trying to make the first 17 chapters the same. And all of a sudden, we had a launch meeting here in Dubuque, Iowa, and Barry, Kathy, and Kelly were there. And I remember uh, vividly hearing it differently from the three of them. And literally, I said, we're going to stop this nonsense of Jim trying to keep the first 17 chapters the same. And Kathy just winked at me. She said, I knew you'd get it at some point. (laughs) (laughs) It was just kind of a fun thing. And then Barry Chess, I mean, all the stories, what a great uh, personality you have, uh, Barry. He and I have a shared affinity for the rock band Rush. And if you're a purist of the Girl Microbiology show, you'll know that he talked about this awesome set of bacteria, I think it is, right, Valerie, or microbes? that are oh, named yes. after Alex Lifeson, Getty about- Lee, and Neil Peart. How awesome is that? That's why microbiology is the best. <laughs> yes. Well, and Barry talks about that on his episode. So I can't remember which number it is. But I think it might be four, maybe. I think so. I'll have to go back and look. But yes. Definitely you should give that one a listen because <laughs> to me, as a Rush fan, how awesome is it that you can rename microbes or bacteria? I can't remember what it is. Well, and I really think uh, if you listen to that one, you will not laugh once, but you will laugh oh, many times. So make sure absolutely. you tune into that one. <laughs> so here's the thing. In anatomy and physiology, if you find a new body part, which you're probably not going to, <laughs> you can't really rename it to 
the rock band rush, but in micro you can. It's That's so right. awesome. We have the ability to do all that. I'm giving microbiology a big hug. We're gonna <laughs> ramp this this podcast up. We're gonna have some fun with it. Yes, absolutely. Off color, right? <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Well, gosh, thank you so much for sharing that. I agree. We have had some really great people on the podcast and really great people to learn from so far. So, okay, Jim, here's the big question. As you take over the show, we always ask this little excerpt, and I think it's been fun, but share feedback, please. Send reviews. uh, Let us know what you think of this. But I think it's a fun part of the show to ask what your favorite microbe is and why. Oh, my goodness. So... There is undeniable for me. So before I started at McGraw-Hill, I had a situation where I got ill and violently ill and had to go to the hospital. And they ran me through a bunch of tests and stuff like that. And they came back, the doctor did, and he said, uh, yeah, you have Campylobacter jejuni. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, can you say that again? (laughs) You said Campylobacter jejuni, but I have no idea what you're saying. Like, no clue. And so he explained it to me, and I sat there, and I hope you all appreciate my sense of humor on this. I said, well, with what that did to me, I think you need to rename Campylobacter to Campylo Mother. <laughs> Beep! <laughs> <laughs> and he said, what? What did you just say? I said, yeah, it's a Campylo Mother. Beep! <laughs> Let's rename that, because what it does to you is pretty wicked. Oh. But what I learned in, in that experience, though, in all seriousness, is what you said earlier microbes, bacteria, everything on us is living. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard to comprehend unless you take a course like this. You'll learn it firsthand. And then some people I've seen, our colleagues here, go to varying ends of the spectrum. So I had a colleague here that we know real well. I'll leave her name out of it. You know, you probably know who it might be. Freaked out about bacteria. Anytime she go to a salad bar... Anything in a public place, she was hand sanitizer like absolutely crazy. And then, of course, over time, she realized that, well, it's kind of a futile battle and that using all that hand sanitizer really isn't the best thing. Mm-hmm. And that uh, we just got to let nature take its course. Yeah, so even though you hated that uh, bacteria, it's still kind of your favorite microbe. It is. It, it's just, a little up close and personal. It's a little bit wicked, yeah. <laughs> kind of a, it, but it was, it was cool to learn. Absolutely. And then uh, I think I did ask uh, Denise if you're staining for that, you know, gram positive, gram negative. Oof. Well, gosh, well, Jim, thank you so much for taking over Grow Microbiology. It's going to be fun. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really in great hands. Jim has taught me so much about podcasts and Uh, just sharing everything that we have from um, good leadership and uh, good tips and advice. So I hope you will love the show, continue to love the show going forward. And leave us a review like I asked. And uh, simply email the review or um, and please subscribe on podcast, uh, your podcast station, whatever that is, iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, for more microbiology tips and success stories. Thanks for joining us. How about Valerie? Can we do one? Let's do like a crazy thing here. Okay. All right. So if you're in the audience, you're listening to this. I'm looking for people to be on the show. So if you're a professor and you are courageous enough to get on the phone with me and we'll have a fun show concept, here's what I'm looking for. If you have a good way to explain gram positive and gram negative in your own way, like to your students, and you think that's kind of a fun thing, that would be a show idea that we might have. If you would have a suggestion as to how we could explain that to our new staff, that'd be awesome. 
if by chance you're a McGraw-Hill representative and you have an awesome instructor that you work with and you want to pass their name along, just send that to me. My email address is james.conneley at mheducation.com. We'll take the ball from there, but I guarantee you this. If you're on the show, you're going to get all sorts of accolades in terms of notoriety. We'll do a show page for you. It'll be one of the most fun things you'll ever do. If you ever want to have a reference for some of our other guests on the Succeed Name P podcast, I can hook you up with them. But just the other day, I had someone on the show. Her name is Sophia Garcia. This is uh, last year. She did a wonderful show on Succeed Name P, and all of her friends are sharing it around, all these faculty. It's great. Share it on social media. Just out of the blue, she said, I have a brand new show idea for you, which, Valerie, I'm going to get that over to you. All right. So that's what we do here. This is all for you guys teaching microbiology. So if you have an idea, you want to get on the show, just get involved. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show. It would be awesome. Fantastic. So, Valerie, thank you for being such an awesome host. Thank you. We'll do you. the best job we possibly can with your show. Oh, I'm not worried. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. Signing off for Grow Microbiology.